Welcome to a podcast for the Krakoan mutant era with a distinctly black and queer lens. Every episode has a new guest, a single topic, and a ticking timer. This is X of Words. 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 So I was a very good student, very astute. I did my work, um, got great grades, but there was one class that I didn't like. Um, but the teacher, our professor, was very, very old, and he talked like this for the whole class. And we just all slept. Like, everyone fell asleep at some point in the class. And and it was so difficult to just learn that way. And, you know, for our final, we had all slept through the entire class, and I didn't know what else to do. So I said, I'm gonna just cheat. So I cheated. I had, you know, and he was like 90. So he's not going to notice. I had my little answer sheet. I cheated on the midterm. And the next week when we got back to class again, uh, he was so disappointed that everyone in the class, almost the whole class failed the test, but one person got everything right. And for bonus questions, and he was so excited to give me back my test with a hundred and ten score. And Are you didn't find that suspicious. What'd you say? You didn't find that suspicious. He was not suspicious. He was just so excited that one person passed with flying colors. And this is like the only time I cheated, and I cheated too well. And I would have hit my more engine and gone back and just like got a few wrong because <laughs> I overcheated. <laughs> I definitely overcheated. Okay. All right. A couple <laughs> notes. <laughs> Number one, if that's the thing that you'd pull the more engine for, you've led a blessed life in the sunshine. <laughs> Congratulations. Good for you. Okay. Thank you. It's embarrassing because I don't know if like did other people know I cheated? Like this is a class. (laughs) And I luckily nothing happened. I took my grade, I passed the class, everything was fine. But in that moment, it's frightening. Like, what's the statute of limitations on this stuff? You sure you should be saying this? Oh, I've got my degree. In fact, I have it back at this point. I don't care. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Tell everybody. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Hello. And you've just been listening to the purest, the purest reason to pull the stop button on the entire timeline. Well, I made it through all of my near-death experiences, so I don't want to like do them over and actually die. So I have to, you know, pick one of the smaller things. <laughs> Smart play. Makes sense. Welcome, welcome to Ace of Words. Hello. Um, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, however you are, I'm glad you're here again with us to do this little bit of bullshit that we like to call home. Today, we have Garko. So you're going to get deep voices and big questions. So I hope that's the vibe that you're into for this episode, because that's, that's what's going to happen. You can follow Garko at Garko's Gang. That's G-A-R-C-O-S-G-A-N-G. I get that right? X is G-A-R-C-O-X-G-A-N-G. Sorry. Oh, okay. Garko X Gang. Yes, that's it. Exactly. Well, say hello. Say hello. Hello. I'll try to pick my voice up an octave or two so it's not so heavy. (laughs) Go down. Go lower. (laughs) Hello, everyone. I'm Garko at Garko X Gang. And nice to be here. Thank you for having me.
anytime. Okay, so today's episode is going to be on the Moira engine. So we know that Sinistar has been doing fuckery, which we expect. Um, but we're going to talk about this particular specific instance of fuckery and how it actually works. So today's question is explain the Moira engine. You ready? I'm ready. All right, cool. So now you know me, and now you know the guest, and now you know the question. I'm going to hit our timer, and our X starts now. Okay, so Garko, tell me how you understand the Moira engine. So the way I see it is Mr. Sinister, for most of his comic book career, has been uh, stealing powers from people, like their genetic code, their mutant abilities, and just doing crazy shit with it. So he stole Moira's ability, which unfortunately her, her power, as we know, is to reset the entire timeline once she dies back to her birth. So if you can yeah. find a way to weaponize that, you can really do whatever you want and then just click back to <laughs> your starting point. It's like saving a game at a certain point and then you know, maybe doing it wrong, not beating that boss or losing out on that shiny Pokemon and being able to restart and try it again. It's branding. Branding. Or almost infinite chances. Branding. You were like, I'm about to get Pokemon in here somehow. <laughs> right. By, by hook or by crook. <laughs> I love Pokemon. Scarlet Violet, very glitchy game, but also very good. <laughs> it is. I mean, it, so yeah, her power is like the the pettiest rage quit. Like, if she fucks up, all of you gotta go. Personally, I don't know why she felt like she needed to involve us. It's so selfish. Like, why do we all have to keep doing this? <laughs> Just right. You gotta take every the whole universe <laughs> with you. Do you know what I mean? Just because just because you want to get shot, I have to do I have to do year seven again. Really understand why everyone wants her dead. <laughs> at this point <laughs> have you seen that video where she's like you're 38 how long are we gonna be doing this <laughs> <laughs> i have it <laughs> but i'm sure it applies i get it <laughs> i get it <laughs> so um all right so the, the thing that i really like about the moira engine and i i understand it in fundamentally the same way that you do but the thing that i really enjoy about it is that it was quite clever in that moira's powers apply to her moment of inception so if she's cloned, her moment of inception is whenever you decide it is. Right. That, when I saw that, I was like, oh, cool, that's smart. Mm -hmm. But then it took me on to my second question, which is, this is the obliteration of the entire timeline. Everything is gone. Everything. But how the fuck do you remember stuff? So my second question really is, how is he pre preserving memory? Right. So that part is not super clear, even in the book itself, but... I mean, it's implied he can download his memory onto his computer and somehow when he kills the clone, that memory gets sent back with the entire timeline and he downloads it. Or maybe it's sent back in the clone, it, like when the clone comes into, I don't know how to say it, fruition. Oh, wait. No. Memory goes with it, and he downloads the memory from that clone into his mind. Oh, 
Okay, all right, because no, because I think there might have been a bit in a data page. Because I thought the only two ways you could do that is one, if your computer existed outside of space and time. And I know they did a lot of stuff with like Mkan crystals and the white hot room and how it exists outside of time. I was like, have you found a little pocket that survives it? But right. the thing that does come back, and I think this was what is in the data page, so I think I might have answered the question I asked, which is silly, but. <laughs> Please, let's. So Moira's brain is the only thing that retains information of that previous timeline. Mm-hmm. So, but how does he, oh, well, maybe when he clones her, she comes back with the knowledge of what happened in that timeline. Right. So he just downloads it into her brain, which then comes back to the right. save point, and he downloads it out of her brain. But I will reread it. Right. So it's all in the brain. As long as he has that clone body there, it's he, he can, you know. This feels disgusting like is he's murdering not just one person but uh by approximation everyone okay so this might be a reach tell me if you think this is a reach Mm -hmm. and okay i i it feels like slavery okay it does (laughs) it's about to it is Does it does like it's not just it's not just the capturing of your body it's also the commodification of your entire existence right like your body is being held captive your brain is being held captive every part of you is being extricated for value and I hate this because I do not want to empathize with Moira and <laughs> that's the thing that's pissing me off most you want is to that, hate the most <laughs> yeah but the, and the worst okay so you know when someone has a villain turn before the thing that should have made them a villain happens. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like she showed us that she was rotten at the base <laughs> way before this happened. But uh, say if say if Moira had gone bad because of what Sinister did to her clones, I would have got it. Got you. Yeah, I don't disagree. I feel the same. And you know, Sinister, his character is basically to be the most unethical person <laughs> in the on the planet. And mm-hmm. it's it's not surprising, but it is gross. Totally agree. Okay, here's 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 my third question. I'm going to stay out of this one. Okay, how the fuck does Destiny not see this stuff? That is not clear either. You know, <laughs> she is supposed to be able to see all possible timelines or futures, at least immediate futures, and you know, she implied or said outright when we learned of Maura McTaggart's power that she can see how many more lives are ahead of her, right? So Destiny should be able to see what Sinister is doing or what he's planning. And she, or, oh, maybe she is seeing it. (laughs) Maybe Destiny can see it and already knows it's not going to work out. So she's not trying too hard to solve it at the point we are now in the story. Like she, she knows Sinister is going to try ten times to kill the Quiet Council. He's going to succeed once. They're going to go back and fix it, and then at the end of the day, Destiny is still going to get what she wants. I think because she does dodge it a lot. She is, yeah. The only people that don't die are her and Storm, purely because Storm doesn't want to hang around with any of these foolish white people for. Any longer? <laughs> Did you see the way that she left when they were talking about work? <laughs> it was in the sky with our arms outstretched. Right, Storm had to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sir. But um, 
Okay. Oh, ooh. So, because you know, in the in the um, uh, in the Sins of Sinister, we got teased those loads loads of different potential futures. Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe those could be each of the futures from Sinister's attempts to take over the council? So, Destiny, she can see to the end of the line that you've created, and when you try to, you know, when he runs, he busts into the chamber and he kills three other people. Destiny mm-hmm. can, then, can then see the future of what would have happened had you only killed those two. When you come right. in and you kill four, Destiny can see the future of what happens when you kill four. Right. And, like, the time when he died. And, like, do you think all those split timelines were, like, Destiny seeing the end of the path of Sinister's resets? Yes. You remember, I forget exactly which book it was, but Destiny saw, like, this tree branch uh, of multiple different timelines and they all had different names and titles. I think that's what that was. And, oh, dang, time is up. But, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> oh, dang, time is up. Don't worry. <laughs> Destiny has said many times that she doesn't like Sinister, but they have to work together uh, because they're, for some reason, intermingled in the timeline. And so, you know, Destiny eventually is going to get what she wants yes regardless maybe maybe that means that we're not on the winning timeline because we know because all right so say if you think about what was it immortal when Mm -hmm. destiny was way way back and she was tolerating sinister doing a lot of his genetic experiments which she understood that in order for krakoa to be viable he had to master this particular thing right and it was an atrocity that she had to allow to happen for the good of mutant kind down the line. Do you think we're in another situation like that where this atrocity has to happen in order for somebody to master something or some condition to be met for the ultimate best timeline to happen? Right. Well, uh, we know Sins of Sinister is coming, so I think that's going to be the branching off point of what's Mm -hmm. supposed to happen. And I think the main timeline will be preserved and you know, whatever happens in Sins of Sinister will have some kind of ramification, but it won't affect the whole overall arching story. I think that Destiny, we know Sinister is unethical. We know Sinister is full of pride and he, like his main goal is just to be the smartest person in the room for no reason but to glow. I think he doesn't see how Destiny is using him Mm-hmm. to her ends and uh i think destiny knows what she's doing at the end i of the think day. so and and also to me so you know when you read like you know when we read dawn of x and i know we're, we're really taking liberty with this one minute thing but mm-hmm. this would be the, this would be the close out okay when we saw the dawn of x thing it always struck me that the far far flung future of mutants actually wasn't all that good so krakoa was made everything th- seems fine but we go 10,000 years in the future and it's Moira and Wolverine in a fishbowl in space. And I was like, that's what we're doing all this for. (laughs) And and then I was like, that doesn't seem like a great future. Then we get into this story where it's like, yeah, it might not happen. And I'm like, okay, cool. Then the thing that cinched it for me was number one, two, there were two things that cinched it. Number one, we saw, um, we saw, come on, what is her name? Rasputin, that's mm-hmm. it. Rasputin dipped out of the timeline. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh-huh. And I smelled, I smelled Miles Morales all over that shit. Uh-huh. You know how Miles, 
You know how they figured out Miles was the best thing in the universe? He was like, boop, out. Yeah. <laughs> when he left then, <laughs> There we go. When Rasputin left the timeline, I was like, they're getting rid of it. And now we get this like callback of destiny allowing atrocities to happen for the greater good. And she is letting Sinister kill... Because there was... Remember, in, in The Latest Immortal, there's one where she pre she preempted the attack way before it happened and got people out of the room. Mm -hmm. He's going to attack in every timeline. Destiny could have thwarted it in every timeline. So I'm thinking this is something that has to happen. What right. do you think? With the last 30 seconds, do you think this is something that has to happen or not? I do think it is something that has to happen. I think Destiny knows that it has to happen in a very specific way in order mm -hmm. to meet her end. And so, you know, it's the same way Dr. Strange is like, <laughs> I saw 14 million futures and we only went in this one. Yeah. Destiny knows 14 million futures and she knows the only way she is safe and mutant kind is safe is this very specific sequence of events. And mm -hmm. so she's going to let Sinister kill this timeline, kill that timeline. But this one, okay, do this right. So I think that's what's happening. Okay. And you've brought us back to Destiny for a couple of times. So mm -hmm. we know Mystique isn't in the future. Do you think she's going to... Who do you think she'd choose? Mutants or Mystique? If Destiny had to choose, I think it would be Mutants. Oh. I, Mystique is manipulative and we don't realize that Destiny is too. Mm. And, you know, Destiny's manipulative on a much larger scale than Mystique is. But, you know, they're together, and I'm sure they love each other, but in a way, they're still using each other, and they still both want to see mutant kind succeed. Uh, and Destiny has already gone to bed with the fact that mutant kind will succeed with or without Mystique there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Garko, for being here. It's amazing to talk to you for the first time. Thank you, everybody, for coming back. I hope you enjoyed talking, talking. Well, you weren't really talking to Garko, but like, you know, being here while we were talking to Garko is fun. It was fun. Yeah. It was so <laughs> much fun. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Uh, I've been Ashley. I'm Garko, and this is X of Words. Right? Not <laughs> <words>. <laughs> I keep wanting to say X of Swords is X of Words. Yes. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. Okay. <laughs>
Someone that choke, someone I feel inside. 